0: This is The Young Family Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Young Family Podcast. It's your host, E-Young. I am joined as always by my co-host.
1: The TBC. Hey, TBC. Hello. Uh,
0: welcome back to our show. This is a, a homecoming event um because we're coming back at you we we wanted to give everybody a brief little general update uh before we jump into the show do you, you care to kick that off
1: yeah so obviously we've been gone for a little while yeah sorry about that mm-hmm. um to be honest um life has been a little challenging
0: yeah a lot K- of challenging
1: kicking our butt our buns a little bit mm-hmm. um you know I feel like you know, with Jackson being in school has been kind of kicking our butt a little
0: bit. Well, we had some changes, uh, in employment recently for the better. Uh, but that definitely has added, um, you know, more responsibility in our work life. Uh, and I think that that kind of spills over into everything else. And, you know, at certain point, uh, certain points, sacrifices need to be made. Um, And unfortunately, our beloved family podcast was one of them, which when I say beloved, I mean beloved by us, because we love to do it. And um, there was also another kind of consequence in everything getting so busy over the past two months, and that was our marriage, too. You know, things like uh, tending to your marriage and making sure that that is being nurtured uh, can sometimes be one of the things that gets sacrificed when things get ultra busy but we're bringing this up because we kind of uh, stumbled upon a really cool remedy and so talk to everybody about that. Well you and
1: I have been married for seven and a half years almost eight so this is right around the time that people say that couples get a little itchy
0: right? We've talked about the itch before.
1: and. You know, with
0: which, by the way, normally that I think what that implies is the itch to cheat. That's not what we're talking about.
1: We don't have the itch to cheat. (laughs) We're just like getting like irritable.
0: Yeah, it's just it's a long time to be around (laughs) one other person.
1: (laughs) I know, and like since COVID, we've been with each other like twenty four seven. Now we
0: both work from home, so we've got this weird situation where we are around one another all the time and yet somehow still feel like our relationship is um, not a priority and kind of, it's like a- Let's like put a put on the back burner. Like a plant, like a neglected plant. Yeah, Yeah.
1: So what we have been trying to do for ourselves, and this is just, I guess, some advice. We've only been doing it for about a week, but I do feel that it's really been helping us. We have made a commitment that every day after the kids go to sleep, we put our phones off. You know, we, we basically have like a house of silence and we just like talk to each other. Just like, how was our day? Like, what, you know, is going on? Like, you know, good things about the day, bad things about the day. Like, just like giving ourselves that extra one-on-one time.
0: Attention.
1: Attention, quality time that we can just kind of rebuild
0: let's talk about some of the things that are not allowed or that we try to steer clear from it's not like there's you know we're refereeing these conversations um but i think that it's also key to mention that we try to refrain from talking about those really um you know heavy logistical conversations of like So what are we gonna do about this? And there's this person coming into town and what's our calendar look like for this day? Because those kind of conversations don't necessarily feed the soul, right?
1: Yeah, it's more like almost like a business meeting. Right. Versus just kind of being able to truly talk about the things that are either bothering you or things that are going really good. And so you can kind of, if you put all the other stuff aside, even really talking about the children too and just kind of focus on the two of you it's a good way to kind of rebuild that so anyways we're back we're trying to regain some quality time with each other we're gonna try to regain some time for the podcast and you know we're going into the holiday season with positive attitudes and good energy and hopefully that will reflect you know from here on out
0: yeah, I was thinking it's like, um, you know, if, if we were to make resolutions for next year, you know, making more time for one another in our relationship is one thing, and also for the podcast is another. And so you could kind of consider this us just getting a, a, a jump start on resolutions. The funny thing about why you start resolutions on January 1st normally is because The big holidays are all past, and it's really hard to stick to a resolution during the holidays. So, again, as Carolyn mentioned, we're trying it now. Stay tuned and see how we do on our journey. Um, But uh, with that, before we get into the episode, uh, actually, let's preview what we're going to be talking about. The major topics today are going to be big talks that you have with your kids, okay? One of them, the baby talk. Where do babies come from? This was a conversation that happened. We thought it went kind of funny. We want to talk about it. The next one is hypothetical for us, but it is one that somebody has, you know, kind of told us is on the horizon for our family. The Santa talk. Okay, so if you do listen to this show with your children and the topic of Santa is one that you really want to have control over yourself, um, we'll forewarn you before we jump into that topic specifically, uh, but that will be towards the end of the show. To kick things off though, just like old times TBC, we're going to start with a TBC quick tip of the week. Are you ready? Oh
1: yeah. we are approaching the holiday season. So, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, everything in between. My quick tip is in regards to gift giving. Mm -hmm. And last year, in the last couple of days, we have encouraged our children to pick out a gift for the other child. So, we will take one child at a time to a cheaper store, i.e., the dollar store. Five below. Five below, where everything is $5 and below, hence the name. And they can pick anything that they want for their siblings. So Mm -hmm. when Riley goes, she picked out something for Jackson and vice versa. And it's a great way for them to kind of be able to. Give Like, you know, appreciate the art of giving during the holiday season versus receiving a gift. Mm -hmm. And so that way right now they both have gifts hidden in the house that they will eventually wrap for the other to open on Christmas Day. And uh, I think they're both like really excited. So I know my sister does um, like, like a sock exchange. They all kind of pick out a sock for each other.
0: Just one sock?
1: Like a pair of socks. Oh, okay. Are you for real? A sock?
0: I mean, you kept on saying it's singular, so I was like, is there any significance to there being just one sock? I was interested. It's,
1: It's implied. Okay. So anyway, so it's like, it's just a fun way to kind of start kind of being able to, you know, have the excitement of buying a gift to giving to somebody else.
0: Totally. Uh, I'm really glad that you brought that up because um, earlier today when you picked up Riley from a place where I was with both of the kids so that Riley could go and do her shopping for Jackson, um, there were two moms that overheard what we were doing and they like totally melted when they heard about it. So I do think it's a it's a really cool thing to do. Uh, it's a cool thing that we encourage other families to try. Exactly. All right, with that TBC, we got to we got to jump right into our first topic of the day. the the uh, the general theme of this episode is going to be the big talks. Um, our kids are five and three, and so big talks are definitely on the horizon. And one of them took place in the fall of twenty twenty one. And that was the where do babies come from talk.
1: This is a conversation that you had with Jackson. I was not around.
0: I was, I was basically just like isolated and then attacked with this question. I had no support.
1: Questioning.
0: Yes, yes. Um, So maybe I should kind of give the series of events here. He basically starts things off by saying, dad, I know that I came from mom's belly, but like, how did I get there? And at, you know, right away I was, I was basically like, huh, all right, this is, you, you like, you want to, you want to start chatting about this son? All right, let, let's get into it. So basically I started to ease into my answers and I, I don't have a transcript on the conversation, but each time I would just kind of give like, like a slightly more detailed answer than the last and 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 so the first time I was like well you know like you you came from from like mom and dad and and you like grew in mom's belly and uh, and then you eventually came out that's another thing about these kinds of situations is sometimes you want to answer the question that you want to answer not necessarily the question that you're asked but so I'm really trying not to get into crazy detail here. Uh, Jackson, by the way, is five. So eventually he he keeps on pressing and he's like, yeah, but how did you and mom, like, wh- how how did I get into the belly in the first place? And so it came to a point where I, I was actually just proud that he was asking such thought-provoking questions and that he had these things on his mind. And I'm not opposed to giving the full, you know, physiological rundown on, you know, human procreation. Well,
1: because we've always been very... Transparent Transparent and upfront and honest with our children so but this definitely was a conversation that that we were not prepared for yet.
0: And I think that I was hesitating to go all up into detail about that because you and I had not even really like formed our strategy. So I was my, my, my strategy in this situation is kind of just satiate his curiosity and then avoid getting into nitty-gritty detail that might not be age-appropriate right now until I can talk to my wife and we can figure out, like, you know, exactly how much of this we want to divulge at this time. And so, eventually, he keeps on pressing and pressing and pressing. And Carolyn likes to tell this story because I wound up needing to have a very peculiar uh, phrasing for the answer I gave that finally gave him enough information. And that was, I was like, Your mom and I performed a physical act. And then after, you were basically like a seed that was planted inside of mom and you grew from there.
1: I am literally like shaking my head and like rolling my eyes because it's like, I mean, listen, you're not wrong, right? I mean, your answer. I'm not wrong. Your answer is right. It just, to tell a five year old, yeah, like your mom and I had a physical act and then like. And then like a seed, you know, happened and was planted in mom. It was just like it just makes me laugh. I mean
0: I don't understand what's so funny to you about this. He's
1: five. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I mean maybe I'm wrong and other people can chime in. But like, what do you say? When do you actually I mean, I'm not ready to have like a sex talk well, at with that's a five what I'm year saying. old. But you still said a physical act. If I it would have happened to been you like,
0: you would have been caught with your pants down. And not in the physical act sense uh-huh. of things.
1: Well, so for me, it would have been more like, you know, well, you know, I would probably have been like, you know, well, God picked you to, you know, be a part of our family. Okay. And then you magically appeared in like mom's <laughs> tummy. <laughs> uh,
0: wow. Um so, yes, we we were very much on different pages about what would have been the first conversation to have about it. Like you said, we have always been pretty factual and transparent with our children, especially when they ask something out of nowhere. So, like I, I was saying, my my instinct was to reward his curiosity and his question asking with like something that was pretty substantial and true. Because like if you're old enough to form those thoughts and really try to dig that deep, you're probably old enough to know a little bit. You know what I mean? Now, of course, I didn't get into all the graphic detail, which I think is, you know, something that at least in our family will we'll hold off on until a little bit older. But the part about it that I find funny was yesterday when we were rehashing the whole situation and you mentioned that like, the term like physical act might have a different meaning to Jackson than it does to us. Almost like we were on stage. Like we were like, it's like our act, like our physical act. You're you having, know what
1: like I mean? Like a fist fight? No,
0: like a, like a routine, like a show. Like we were No like, one
1: is thinking about that we are in a show. <laughs> I'm saying that. That still the, makes no sense. How, I'm not how saying baby that that's. a popped wh- into my stomach. A seed, mind you. <laughs>
0: Like, 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 was it some sort of like a like a magician's act? You know what I mean? I I'm mean, like, you were hey. the one that said magical, so maybe our our de- you said
1: physical act,
0: a physical act.
1: So that's not a ma- It's not a magic act,
0: right? But you know how like a magician all of a sudden will do like a physical act on stage, and then something magically happens. It's no, like, poof, a
1: magician does a magical act, and then poof, a bunny.
0: Well, in this instance, the bunny is a baby, and it was in your belly.
1: All right. Well, if anybody else has. Young children, I would probably encourage you to have a conversation with your partner, with your spouse, to figure out your answer when the time comes. So you do not get the surprise questioning about where do babies come from, and then your spouse says, you know, your mom and I had a physical act, and then a seed was planted into you, and then you 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 grew inside your mom's belly. The end.
0: Let me tell you something. You think I screwed up?
1: I mean, luckily he seems to be okay and, <laughs> and he hasn't brought it up again. Um, so, yeah, I think he's okay and you're okay, but we will be hashing out maybe a follow up answer for was that, it down the road.
0: Was that your concern that I, my, like, by muffing the answer to this question, that there would be severe psychological trauma?
1: No, of course not. I mean, it just surprised me that your answer was like a physical act because that's almost like too detailed or or it leaves too much room for more questioning about wanting more details.
0: I agree, but like I said, once I used that specific terminology, then the line of questioning ceased. So you're welcome.
1: Maybe it was a success.
0: Um, Why don't we take a small break and then we'll get into our second topic of the day, talking about Santa. right, everybody. And welcome back. Um, So second big talk that you can have with kids around this age. uh, And that is the Santa conversation. Really, whether or not you celebrate Christmas, you know, Santa is a very well known uh, entity. In life and society, and again, let's before we dive into this topic, let's just put out a disclaimer that uh, if you do listen to this show with your children and the conversation surrounding Santa Claus is is one that you would like to um, you know uh, have c- complete control over, uh, then we would advise you skipping over this net this next segment or listening to it when your children are not there, uh, so that you know there's no spoilers. Let's say. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, so another big conversation talking about Santa, uh, we have not been asked by our children and it would probably be Jackson first, that would be starting to question us about, uh, Santa. Uh, but we, uh, we did have somebody recently say to us like, Hey, you know, the Santa conversation is on the horizon and you might want to start thinking about how you're going to answer that.
1: A lot like, ironically, how the whole, like, where do babies come from topic.
0: Correct. And so, you know, where was that person kind of giving us the heads up on that, right? We need like little notification pop up saying like, ah, we see you have a five-year-old child. Maybe you should start to plan uh, on what you're going to ask, what you're going to say when babies are asked about. But um, so we haven't had the Santa conversation yet. Uh, but we, uh, uh, Carolyn read something really cool that was very thought provoking. And once uh, you and I started talking about it, TBC, uh, we, we actually realized that we, we kind of share this sort of abstract view on Santa. But anyway, why don't you share with the listeners what it was that, that you read regarding the conversation about Santa Claus?
1: So I was scrolling through Facebook and a friend of mine shared this. Um, just maybe a little, like, post about Christmas and Santa. Um, It came from David G. Hood. And I'm not going to, like, read it verbatim, but I'm just going to kind of um, paraphrase a little bit. His son asked his dad, you know, if Santa Claus was real. And, you know, the dad is, like, making sure, you know, do you really want to know, you know, the truth? And, you know, the the son says yes. So the dad's answer is basically this. And he says, you know, Santa Claus is, is not real per se like he's not like an old man in a red suit that he's more of you know just like an idea and he's like think of all those presents santa gave you over the years he's like i actually bought those myself i watched you open them and did it bother me that you didn't thank me of course not in fact it gave me great pleasure you see santa claus is the idea of giving for the sake of giving without thought of thanks or acknowledgement and so it's just kind of a way you know for me christmas is a very magical time of year you know i find a lot of joy in giving gifts obviously it's nice to get gifts but really for me as a parent it's it's really nice to almost just see people opening like the gifts and getting the excitement so when i read this little exchange between this dad and this son i was like this is so genius and it's almost being able, it's almost like the same mindset of doing something nice for somebody else without expecting a thank you in return, right? Right. Buying food for the person behind you in like a Mm drive-through just to be nice and to never really having any acknowledgement, you know, for yourself, paying for the person's tolls behind you because it's like something nice. It's like just being able to give something to make someone's day because you never know what somebody else is going through.
0: You ever done that?
1: Yes, actually I have. You did. Not for food because, I I didn't know how much the bill was going to be, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But I have done it for like tolls where like I could control like, you know, here's like $5, like pay for the next like three cars behind or, you know, whatever. I think that being able to explain to your child in a way that, yes, he's real to an extent and and you can kind of have that magic too. And it's up to you to kind of hold that secret and, and be able to do that eventually, you know, through yourself is a good... Lesson
0: yeah, yeah, and and you know what it is like I mentioned at the beginning It's kind of an abstract answer. You know what I mean because the the answer Essentially that that father gave was sort of like like yes, and no he's real like like no He's not real in the physical sense that you may have thought when you were younger Um, But yes, he is real in the sense of an idea uh, because there are very real effects and feelings that all of us, um, you know, have each Christmas season as a result of, quote unquote, Santa. Um, and so I, I mentioned this to you last night. It reminded me of a three part series from the show South Park, which normally people that don't watch South Park uh, don't have a very high opinion of the show because really, the only thing that you ever hear about it is controversy, right? Because they've basically, like, uh, tested the limitations of censorship for their entire um, existence.
1: Yeah, I never got into
0: it. And some people can find the show rather grotesque and graphic, and uh, and it is it is the, certainly those things. But that's kind of part of the charm. Um, but for anybody that has watched it, they will probably vouch that it is also an incredibly smart show. And so, one of the smartest ideas that I ever took from South Park was from this this three part. It was like a three episode series of um fictional all like the the kids from South Park wind up going into this other land uh, where all uh, fictional characters come from, both good and bad. And so, yada, yada. there's this this, you know, massive like series that they do on it. and um but the main idea and the moral of of this three part series, is that fictional characters are real because the impact that they have on our life is real. It makes a real effect on on people's existence in the real world, you know what I mean? Uh, so I always thought that that was really profound and that's kind of the way that I think about Santa Claus is that, yes, It is. it is a... It, it, it does not exist in the way that we tell very young children. But Santa, as an idea, absolutely is real because that it, we all perpetuate the idea of Santa every time that we make the presents happen in the middle of the night and then they're there on Christmas morning. We give children the magic of believing in it for a portion of their lives, that is real. And then it continues to be real into adulthood because we can continue to perpetuate that idea.
1: And even me as an adult, like I feel that magic and maybe it's partly because I'm a parent and kind of being able to see the magic through your children's eyes is something special. But you know I still get excited for the movies and the parades and like the you know the meet and greets I mean it is a special you know and magical time of year for sure
0: right it's an opportunity to create magic and yes. and now and now we do it but so so we keep the idea of Santa alive and it's very real because we are we we make it real and we make those effects happen on people's lives and so yeah, like, like we, we are all Santa. It is a, it is a collective thing that like society puts forth and it is very, very real. And I think that, uh, every time that the season rolls around and we all feel that little bit of cheer and magic that you're talking about still enjoying to this day, TBC, um, that's Santa. And you know, we all, we all do it. We all have just decided as a society that it's like, yeah, we're going to do this and, and it's cool. And it, benefits us overall. So rock and roll. Uh, so I am prepared to have that conversation with either one of our kids once they ask. And I, I am, I think that that will be, I think it might blow their minds a little bit and they might not be able to appreciate the abstract nature of it right away, but at least I'm comfortable with having that conversation. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's it's kind of ironic that, you know, we, we try to be as transparent as possible, but we're still kind of keeping that magic alive. But I think that it is true. It's like the answer is kind of like yes and no. And yeah. when we follow it up with that reasoning that we just mentioned, I think it, it, it will all like make sense.
0: So um, chat with us. About what the what your disposition is really, we'd like to hear for both of the big talks that we taught that we mentioned today. Uh, where do babies come from and Santa? Uh, we'd love to hear how did those conversations go with your family? How are you planning on uh, conducting those conversations if they have not yet happened? What is the uh, uh, strategizing sessions between you and other members of your family been like? Um, because we're we're just awfully curious. So hit us up youngfamilypodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of email, uh, TBC, we had a uh, we had we had one come in that I really wanted to share quickly. Um so our dear friend of the show, Nancy, emailed in uh, a couple of weeks ago, closer to Halloween. And you know what she said she tried? No. Our strategy on letting kids just eat as much candy as they want to oh dear (laughs) did I not read this email to you no how do you think it went was she emailing us out of anger (laughs) or was she emailing us to celebrate that it worked
1: with your tone I would think it didn't go well
0: really okay so let's read so Nancy goes uh (laughs) she this is funny because she actually emailed in like a play-by-play she goes hey Uh, Young family podcast. I'm letting my kids go to town on candy per your podcast one year ago. LOL (laughs) It's relaxing not to police the candy intake. Happy Halloween. And then uh, a day or two later She emailed back and said update they stopped on their own. No tummy aches
1: No way. See that's what I'm saying. It's like if you don't make it into this you know, this is bad.
0: Don't put it on a pedestal.
1: Then it's less exciting for them to like keep going. So I, I, with your tone, I thought it was gonna go very bad. So I'm, I'm happy to say that it, it didn't.
0: You're welcome, Nancy. See, um, we
1: do give good advice.
0: I mean, in this instance, but, <laughs> but I am not gonna lie to you that in the moment that that first email came in and I responded to it right away about it, um, I was a little bit nervous as well. I'm like, gosh, somebody is actually putting into action the things that we talk about on this show. How terrifying.
1: I, I know it is terrifying
0: uh, But if you ever have anything to share with us uh, You know where to find us Youngfamilypodcast at gmail.com Emails come right to the phone You'll always get a response uh, Lickety split And then uh, if we have the opportunity Then we will chat about your situation on the show So we'd love to hear from you TBC, why don't you tell everybody Where they can find us online
1: You can find us at youngfamilypodcast.com For all of you Happy Thanksgiving Happy Holidays You know, let's do this holiday season. I
0: know, we're just gearing up, man. Just ready to white-knuckle it through these holidays and enjoy them, too, hopefully. Um, But on behalf of the TBC and myself, we're saying deuces until next time, and... Bye! Bye! This is the Young Family Podcast. podcast.